Hi, I'm Malachi, pastor and founder of Life's Word Ministry, along with my beautiful wife, Christine. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that what you hear will enrich, enhance, and encourage your life in a very special way. It is our endeavor to share a word with you that will help you to live hope and change. And now here's today's podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. What a wonderful year we had and what a wonderful year we're going to have. Man, can you imagine 2019 already? What are we going to do? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Pastor Malachi. Welcome to LWM Podcast and welcome to a brand new season. Season two. I'm excited about this. It's a great time in God. He's been blessing and I know that he has greater things in store for us. I truly believe that. Do you believe that? I believe that we're going to do bigger and better things for this year. I truly believe that. It's the start of a brand new year. Let's talk about success. It's a new year, why not? A new start, a new beginning, new opportunities. Let's talk about far as being successful, God's way. How can we be successful in God's way? We want to be successful in God's way. I know I do, for many of us. That means it's time to participate in the annual ritual of setting goals, vision boards, goal posters, and making resolutions for the new year. I don't know about you, but I don't make resolutions. Resolutions are hard to keep. I don't have anything against those that make resolutions as long as you keep those resolutions and you stand behind what you've promised yourself to achieve. But as the new year enters, here it is, January 5th already. You know, you're not alone if you've resolved to, one, lose weight. I know I have. Exercise more. Take charge of your finances. I know I have. Learn a new skill and pursue a new hobby. Many of you are pursuing new hobbies, new business ventures. My wife just got through putting together her new vision board. You know, there were things that she had on her 2018 vision board that we accomplished, we achieved, and now she wants to do a new one because there's more things that she wants to achieve in God. There's more things she wants to achieve in her family, in her finances, in her career. There are a lot of things that if you put that on your vision board, you'd be surprised at the accomplishments that you achieve because now you can see it. If you see it, you can achieve it. That's one of the greatest things that we need to understand in life and being successful is if you write it down, you now can see it. You can achieve it. According to the Bryan Research Institute statistics, there's 68 percent of Americans participate in the tradition of making New Year's resolutions in some way, some form or some fashion. Now, this is something that I find to be true. By the end of January, one in three Americans have abandoned their goals. 
Ultimately, only 8% of the individuals who make New Year's resolutions successfully achieve them. Many of these give up in the first few weeks. You've already given up. Have you been there? You're ready to start something new, ready to do something else. Well, that's just the human nature. But perhaps that explains why 38% of American population never bothers to make New Year resolutions at all. I'm one of those. I don't make resolutions because they're really hard to keep. I would much rather make vision boards, goal boards, and set some goals for myself and post those on my wall. Instead of making promises to myself, just make some goals that you can achieve and make sure that you're consistent in keeping those goals in front of you. If you're thinking there's got to be a better way to achieve success in the new year, you're absolutely right. Stop making resolutions you know you can't keep. That's one of them. Here's the good news. You'll find the secrets to success and the secrets to successful planning for changing your life for the better is actually at your fingertips. It's right inside of your Bible. Because we have technology and we have all of these electronics, you don't even know what your real Bible looks like. You remember those Bibles where you have to leaf through the pages? <laughs> I broke out a couple of mine last month because I started my new venture of writing again. And I'm excited how God is starting to flow in that area and feeding my mind and my heart and my spirit and what to write. And I'm praying that it will be something others can find enjoyable for themselves. So pray with me on that as I move in that area of writing again. But when you think about planning your life and the success of your life, what better way than to look in the Word of God to see how we can be successful? You know, the Bible holds essential keys to living a successful life. There are so many big dreams bursting inside of your spirit right now. I really believe that. You ever wonder where those big dreams come from? You know the ones I'm talking about. Those are the dreams that you can't get out of your head. They're constantly plaguing you. When you go to sleep at night, you, you dream about it. When you're up during the day, you think about it. They're the dreams that you're ready to commit to paper. This is where vision boards come in. This is where setting goals and putting them on paper come into play. The ones that you're willing to pursue until they become a reality. Those are those plaguing dreams. You see them, you feel them, you can almost taste them, and they will not escape you. Those are the ones you pursue until they become a reality. What are those dreams that you want to pursue right now that you want to make a reality? Chances are, if you are a child of God and you are walking with God, those dreams come right from God. It was proclaimed in the word of God, for I know the plans I have for you. Well, we know this very well. How many times have you quoted the scripture? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God wants to give us hope and a future. 
I want a successful future. I want a blessed future. I want a spiritually filled future. God uniquely created us with special gifts to use for his purpose, to achieve and to advance his kingdom. That's what it's all about. It's to advance his kingdom. We are in the kingdom building business. Kingdom building. That's what it's about. Doing annual or semi-annual vision boards is a real good habit to start. God directs us to write our visions down. Habakkuk 2.2. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. We got to write it down. That's the only way that we can achieve many of our goals and our successes. If we write it down, if we see it, we can obtain what we want out of life. God also encourages us to persevere until we achieve our goals. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The key is this no matter how big we dream, we need to prayerfully include God in each step of our planning process. That is essential. We have to include God in all of our planning process. God's thoughts are always higher than our thoughts. Isaiah 55, 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. God says, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. John 10, 27. If we call out to God, he will hear us. When you pray and ask God to help you with certain tasks, he hears you. We need to listen as God guides us through life so that we can accomplish the purposes he has envisioned for us before he laid the foundations of the world. Very important. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Proverbs 16 and 9, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Yes, we have a lot of plans. We have a lot of goals. We have a lot of things we want to achieve. But it's God that directs our steps. Whatever it is we pursue in life, when God is with us, when our plans align with God's, we will succeed. Genesis 39 and 2, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. We know the story of Joseph. I'm not going to go through that. We all know what happened to Joseph. We know his start and his finish. God was with him every step of the way. So many times people plan our demise, but God always has the last say-so. It doesn't matter what people do to you. God is always going to have the last say-so. Just like with Joseph, 
His brothers sold him into slavery, thinking they were doing him good. No, God had a better end result for Joseph, just like with you. God has a better end result for you. You may have been disappointed. You may have been talked about. You may have been abandoned. You may feel abandoned, but you know God will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. And he has something better for you. When was the last time you consulted God and asked him to guide you in your goal setting process? When you sit down at your desk with your calendar in front of you and you start planning your days and your weeks and your months and your year, how often do you ask God if the activities you're involved in are the activities that he wants you to pursue? Many of us, we want to be successful so bad we leave God out of the planning. And then we wonder why our plans aren't coming to fruition. Because we haven't consulted with the ultimate planner, and that's God. He's the ultimate event planner in our life. There are three great success keys that will help guide not only your life and successes, but that of your family as well. The first essential key is this. Set spiritual goals. It's very important that you set spiritual goals. Yes, we're going to set natural goals because we're naturally motivated. But when you start spiritually setting goals, something else happens in the spirit realm. The Bible says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. That's Matthew 6, 33. There's two reasons that so many of us fail to achieve in our New Year's resolutions and our goal setting that are natural. Because we focus on things that never truly inspire us in the first place. Think about that. We're focusing on things that truly never really inspire us. We pursue things that God never intended for us to focus our time and attention on. Think about the things that you are making resolutions about. Is it something that God intended for you to focus on? Think about it. We pursue things that God never intended for us to focus our time and attention on. That's a career. That's a job. That's cars, houses. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But is that our main focus? Is that what God wants us to focus our attention on? ministry driven are you ministry driven is there a ministry in your heart is there a ministry in your spirit is there something that's plaguing you when you sleep at night that's keeping you from sleeping at night there's something that god wants you to do something that god wants you to accomplish something that god is calling for you to do that's what you need to focus on that's where you need to center your attention this year, let's do something differently. Let's take Matthew 6.33 to heart. Let's start setting some spiritual goals. That's one of the most important things, is setting spiritual goals that include deepening your spiritual relationship with God. That's number two in the essential keys. How's your relationship with God right now? Think about it. Be honest with yourself and you look in the mirror. Ask yourself, what really is 
my relationship with God. Learning more about God, who he is, his attributes, and his character, and who we are in relationship to him. Who are we in relationship to God? What is God's character? Is that our character? What is his attributes? Is that our attributes? Who is God really? Are we like him? These are ways that we can deepen our relationship with God, increasing our sensitivity to hearing God's voice and obeying his word. How do we become more sensitive to hearing God's voice and obeying his word? We have to pray. That's one essential way of being sensitive to hearing God's voice, praying for an increased capacity to trust God and follow where he leads. This is the third essential element here. The third key. This is how we can deepen our relationship with God, praying for an increased capacity to trust God and follow where he leads. Do we really trust God when he starts to lead us? We pray, God, I want to be like you. God, I want to obey you. Lord, I want to do what you say until God starts speaking to our heart and then we start backpedaling. Oh, wait, no, I'm not ready for that one. But we want to strive to be more like him. We want to be like him. But yet when it's time to start acting like him, that's where we start backpedaling. What's another way to deepen our relationship with God? Striving to grow, emulate, and be more like Jesus with every passing day. How do we be more like him? We were more sacrificial in giving. We're more sacrificial in who we love. People that we don't get along with, you need to love them. That's the hard part. There's a lot of people that we don't get along with. We still need to love them. We don't have to necessarily like them, but we have to love them. There's a lot of people I don't like, but I love them because I'm one, I'm commanded to love them. But because of how they treat me, I don't like how they treat me. But we love them. So we're striving to grow and emulate and be more like Jesus with each passing day by loving people that don't like us or don't love us or don't treat us well, don't treat us right. That's the hard part. We need to measure our success not by worldly standards, but by God's daily blessings. Are you measuring your successes to that of the world? Are you looking at those that are already successful in their worldly deeds Instead of God's daily blessings, how are you measuring to the world? Are you measuring up to the world? Are you measuring your successes with the world? You need to measure yourself according to what the word of God says. We need to align our goals, resolutions, and plans with the holy word of God. That's the best way to align your successes in a world in which we live, is by the word of God. Reading your word daily, praying daily, fasting. These are essential if we're to walk in the spiritual success he's already charted our path for. We need to deepen our relationship with God. How do you do that? By sacrificing, walking away from people that aren't going in the same direction as you spiritually. You want to be successful in the world? Be more spiritual. You want to be more successful in God? Follow what his word says. Here's an important thing here for your children. Teach your children 
to dream bigger. I've never seen so much confusion in the world as we have it today where children are confused in who they are and where they want to go in life, what they want to do in life. They're confused because, one, they're not being trained and taught in the home. I'm not saying that all are like this, but a majority of children are not being trained and taught in the home in the way that they should go. The Bible is very clear in teaching and training our children. Proverbs 22 and 6 is a well-known verse that many of us have no problems quoting when we see children acting up, especially other people's kids. Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Well, we can quote that all day long when our children are acting up. Well, other children. We don't see it when our children are acting up. But it's very important to teach our children to love God and have respect for the things of God, even in the case of what they're listening to, what they're watching. Yeah, I know it's not always easy because so many things that we watch aren't spiritual because it's the ways of the world. What we see on TV, what we listen on our iPhones, iPads, and whatever else that we're listening to, children's minds are being warped by the music and the industry in which they're listening to today. So many things that they listen to today. You know, you have 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, you know, even 18-year-olds are listening to all this music that's redirecting their thoughts away from God. Talking about making love and being with this person and being with that person. How is that building them spiritually teach your children to dream bigger teach your children to know that they can achieve greater in their life teach them the ways of god sharing god's love and god's plan with the children god has placed in our lives is one of our greatest privilege as parents and grandparents teachers and mentors can have in life we have been put in charge of teaching our children the ways of God. And as we kick off this new year, let me give you a couple of resources from Zonder Kids that can help you teach your children some great biblical principles. This is a couple of ones that I found online. One is called The Big Dreams, Big Prayers, Bible for Kids. It's actually a new international version adult Bible, and it has special features that make it perfect for ages 8 to 12. It's a attractive designed Bible that contains colorful, helpful pages that will teach your children how to use their Bibles. The devotion, it's about people who prayed and listened to God. And there's pages for your children to record their prayers and so much more. So that's the Big Dreams, Big Prayer Bible for Kids. The other one is The Plans I Have for You. This is a devotional and The Plans I Have for You journal, and it's by Amy Parker. These are two inspiring books for ages 8 to 12 as well. And these devotions help children to understand how God uses their unique gifts to spread his love 
and make the world a better place. While the journal uses creative prompts to help children apply the concepts they are learning in their lives. See, these are biblical principles for children to learn at an early age before they get to that age to where they don't want to hear what you have to say. They're not respecting you. They don't want to hear anything about God. Oh, we need to know that we need to capture our children's minds and hearts when they're young. What better way to start out a new year than with a new life? Here's your opportunity right now to give and receive the best gift anyone in the world could ever get. It's the best gift exchange ever. One, you're giving your heart to Christ. Two, Christ is giving his love to you. You are receiving a priceless gift of a new life. As you think about where you're going in this new year, where do you want to go this year? What do you want to achieve this year? What do you want to accomplish this year? How much money would you like to make this year? What kind of house would you like to buy? What kind of car are you looking for? How are you going to go deeper in God? How are you going to be more sensitive to his voice and hearing what he has to say to you through his word? How are you going to deepen your relationship with him this year? How can you work more diligently in kingdom building this year? You can start by renewing your walk with him, renewing your faith with him, or starting anew with him. I'm going to pray for you. And in this prayer, I always say you will probably have to go back and listen to this prayer in this podcast. Pray this prayer. Share this prayer with someone else as you share the love of God. They can start a new life this very moment. Heavenly Father, I come to you admitting that I am a sinner in need of rescuing. Right now, I choose to turn away from sin. And I ask you to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I believe that your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross to take away my sins. I also believe that he rose again from the dead so that I might be forgiven of my sins and made righteous through faith in him. I call upon the name of Christ Jesus and confess him to be my Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, I choose to follow you and I ask you to fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit. I declare right now that I am a child of God. I am free from sin and full of the righteousness of God. I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer to receive Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, I welcome you to the family of God. I would love for you to write to me and share your story of faith at lifeswordministry at gmail.com. Success in God. There's no better reward in life. Success couldn't be any more sweet. 
this concludes our podcast for today. Through one podcast at a time, we are helping you to rise up and overcome many of the world's perplexing problems. Remember to love God, love yourself, and love others. Thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with others. Until next time, I'm Pastor Malachi.